Welcome back to the Catalyst of Development Instigator Series, where the goal is just that. It's to be an instigator, to instigate some thought, to instigate some change. But most importantly, it is where I take your life experiences, your knowledge, and your wisdom, and then we pass it on to the masses. Remember, the goal is to be a catalyst, not just for ourselves, but for all those around us. This week's question was, if you could make one book a mandatory read for others, which would it be and why? Now, we had a ton of responses, right? I want to thank everybody who contributed. I'll be sure to tag you in the post when I upload the podcast or the video. Uh, But apologies up front. As always, if I mess up your name, I promise you it's not intentional. If you do watch this on the video, you are going to see me reading. Right, I got a lot of information that I want to pass on. We have a ton of books, and I want to give kind of a brief synopsis of each book so you know what it is before kind of diving into it. You will hear some familiar names, right? some familiar books, some time-traditioned classics, if you will, and you'll also hear some things that maybe you weren't tracking. I know there's some people who um, highlighted some books that I've never even heard of or considered reading that I'm going to add to my must read list. Um, so again, this is going to be a phenomenal episode. You are going to see me do a lot of reading off of, off of my prompter here because I have a ton of phenomenal information to pass on. So let's not wait any further. Y'all go ahead and punch in that code so we can see what books you may need to add to your must read list. poet Joseph Adams once said that reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body. So we're going to begin our recommendations from what was dropped off in Facebook land. We're going to start with Cameron. Cam. Cam the man. Cam said, never split the difference by Chris Voss. Chris Voss was a former international hostage negotiator for the FBI. And in this book, he offers a new field-tested approach to high-stakes negotiations, whether in the boardroom or at home. Now, I will tell you, I have read this book. I've even attended the masterclass of this. I've listened to YouTube videos. Like I like, like, like the way Chris Voss approaches this. This is like Jedi mind trick type stuff, right? I've even taught my kids how to do some of these things, which ended up biting me in the long run. But no. Phenomenal, phenomenal uh, recommendation, Cam, and I, I greatly appreciate it. Next up, we got Miss Barnwell. Chief, Chief says, uh, "Victory" by Larry Broughton. Right, as a modern-day entrepreneur, you need more tools than archaic formulas, generic advice, and one-size-fits-all solutions. You need a customizable plan of action, one based on specific strategies. Victory gives that to you. So I I appreciate that. I'm definitely going to look into this one. Uh, This one does kind of intrigue me. So thank you for that. Uh, Danae. Danae says, Leaders Eat Last by Simon Sinek. Imagine a world where almost everyone wakes up inspired to go to work, feels trusted and valued during the day, then returns home feeling fulfilled. This is not a crazy, idolized notion. Today, in many successful organizations, great leaders create environments 
in which people naturally work together to do remarkable things. And they all have one thing in common. Their leaders eat last. I've read this book. This is a great read. Uh, most of the people out here probably listening to this right now have heard, have heard of Simon Sinek. So if you have not read uh, Leaders Eat Last yet, please get on it. Great read. So I have Derek, Thinking Man, and Ryan, who all recommended How to Win Friends and Influence People by, Ner by Dale Carnegie. Right? This is a self-help classic that reads like a life manual. The core idea is that you can change other people's behavior by simply changing your own. It teaches you the principles to better understand people, become a more likable person, improve relationships, win others over, and influence behavior through leadership. This was a great read. This was a classic. This was one of the first books I read when I got on my self-development journey. So uh, Derek, Thinking Man, and Ryan, man, great, great, great recommendation. Brandon says, The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. This powerful, practical, and uplifting book can help you get out of a rut. This book can invigorate your goals and empower your success. Most people go through life with small ambitions, small goals, and small thoughts, and they only rise to the level of their dreams. That said, by thinking big, you can start achieving larger goals. So I've never heard of this before, but I'm going to look this up. I actually do like this. I think we as a society tend to think small and anything that can help us think big, I'm all for. Ricky. Ricky's up next. Ricky recommended Deep and Wide by Andy Stanley. It provides leaders with an in-depth look into the North Point Community Church and its strategy for creating churches that unchurched people absolutely love to attend explaining the strategy for preaching and programming to dual audiences, mature believers and cynical unbelievers. According to Stanley, it's all in the approach. This one seems pretty interesting, right? I think this one, although maybe focused on church, I think if you read it, you can probably pull a lot of the lessons just into normal everyday life. Right? Ricky also gave some honorable mentions, right? We got Flourish from Martin Siegelman, Mindset by Carol Dweck and Win the Day by Mark Batterson. So, Ricky, appreciate it. Thank you for that. Chris. Chris says, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. In this book, David shares his astonishing life story and reveals that most of us tap into only 40% of our capabilities. Goggins calls this the 40% rule. And his story illuminates a path that anyone can follow to push past pain, demolish fear, and reach their full potential. Again, I've read this book. I'm going to tell you right now, some of David Goggins' stories are unreal. Like, this was a book I had a hard time putting down because, like, the way he articulates these stories and the lessons he learned from them, like, very, very, very inspiring. So thank you, Chris. Tiggis. Tiggis said, Leadership and Self-Deception by the Arbinger Institute. Right, I probably jacked that up, um, but apologies for that. But this is a story that everyone can relate to about a man facing challenges on the job and in his family. The authors expose a fascinating way that we can blind ourselves to our true motivations and unwillingly sabotage the effectiveness of our own efforts to achieve success and increase happiness. 
This is another book that I have read before. I actually went back and read this twice, so I, so I made sure I didn't miss anything. But I really like some of the concepts and the principles behind this book. So Tiggis, now I appreciate this. Thank you for the recommendation. Antoinette, Antoinette said, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Right? This one got a lot of love in the comments. Uh, it is a practical guide to personal freedom. The book offers a code of conduct based on ancient Toltec wisdom that advocates freedom from self-limiting beliefs that may cause suffering and limitation in a person's life. Now, this is another one I'm intrigued with, uh, so I probably will pick this up. Again, it got a lot of uh, uh, a lot of fanfare in the comments, if you will. I believe that the thread on this comment was probably the largest of all of them. Uh, so, yeah, there looks like there's a, a few people that are interested in picking this up. McKenna. McKenna said, An Astronaut's Guide to Life on Earth by Colonel Chris Hadfield. In this book, Colonel Hadfield takes readers deep into his years of training and space exploration to show how to make the impossible possible. His time in space has taught him some counterintuitive lessons like don't visualize success, do care what others think, and always sweat the small stuff. I'm interested in picking this book up simply for that last sentence, right? Because that goes against everything that I talk about, right? I talk about not sweating the small stuff. I talk about not caring what others think. So to find a, a counter lesson to that, like I'm, I'm ready to learn, right? I'm, I'm ready to pick up some knowledge nuggets. So McKenna, I appreciate that. Thank you for the recommendation. All right, TJ. TJ dropped The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. This book is based on the principle that decisions shape your destiny. Little everyday decisions will either take you to the life you desire or take you to a disaster, right? This easy to use step-by-step -step operating system allows you to multiply your success, chart your project, and achieve any desire. I will say, I read this book. It is a quick read. It is, it is not going to tell you anything that you don't already know, but it puts it into a format that is easily digestible. Really what it does is it reminds you to get back to the basics and how important the basics are to your success. This was a really good book. I recommend this book to a lot of folks. So TJ, thank you for that. TJ also had an honorable mention, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Another great book. I've actually built some of my goal setting strategy uh, and the habits that tie to that strategy off of James Clear's book. Uh, Atomic Habits is a great read. I remember taking a lot of notes on that book. So thank you, TJ. Tony. Tony dropped a little book of Japanese contentments by Aaron Longhurst. This book takes you on a journey through Japanese culture that will help people find more mindful and gratitude in their life. It provides an easy to follow exercise to inspire those who want to live a happier and more balanced life. This is a, a really good recommendation. I think we can learn a lot from other cultures. Uh, sometimes I think we're a little too close-minded about other cultures. So Tony, I, I greatly appreciate uh, you, you jotting this one down for our listeners uh, and, and hopefully some of them choose to pick this up. Uh, Tony also had an honorable mention book called Make Your Bed by William McRaven. Uh, Make Your Bed, great book. Uh, for those that haven't seen the, uh, the graduation speech by uh, William McRaven, uh, it was a great, great, great graduation speech. It's one of the most viewed graduation speeches of all time. So honorable mention, track and Tony, spot on. 
right. Paul Whitfield Jr. Sir, what is going on, sir? Thank you for uh, commenting and providing your recommendation. So uh, his recommendation was My American Journey, Colin Powell's autobiography. Now, I'm huge on autobiographies. I haven't read many of them, but I'm going to tell you, when you have leaders out there that not only talk to talk, but walk to walk, and they share their life lessons, yeah, you might want to pick that up and learn, right? But this is a powerful story of a life well-lived, and well told. It's also a view from the mountaintop of the political landscape of America. At the time when Americans felt disenchanted with their leaders, General Powell's passionate views on family, personal responsibility, and in his own words, the greatness of America and the opportunities it offers, inspire hope and present a blueprint for the future. So, great read. Uh, thank you for the recommendation. John, John dropped Emotional Intelligence 2.0. This is by Travis Bradbury and Gene Greaves. Right? This book delivers a step-by-step -step program for increasing your EQ over four core skills that enable you to achieve your fullest potential. Those four skills, self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. It's a book with a single purpose, increasing your EQ, right? I've read the original Emotional Intelligence, and I've read Emotional Intelligence 2.0. I am a huge proponent, fan, supporter, and encourager of emotional intelligence. I think every single leader on the, on the face of this earth needs to be skilled in these areas. So this is a great recommendation. Thank you, John. Nixon. Nixon said, The Virtue of Selfishness by Anne Rand. Now, I'm going to tell you, just the title alone got me a little intrigued on this one. So I had to look it up and do some research. This is one of those books that I've never heard of before, right? Rand rejects altruism, the view that self-sacrifice is the moral idea. She argues that the ultimate moral value for each human individual is his or her own well-being. Since selfishness is a serious, rational, and principled concern with one's own well-being, it turns out to be the prerequisite for the attainment of the ultimate moral value. For this reason, Rand believes that selfishness is a virtue. I'm intrigued. You've piqued my interest. I might have to dig into this one a little bit more. So thank you, Nixon. All right, Mary. Mary and, oh, actually Arnold. Mary and Arnold uh, both recommended Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. Now, this is one of those classics, one of those classic leadership and management books. Uh, I, I, I've read it. I liked it. I've actually enjoyed it. Uh, but this book outlines in a very creative way ways to deal with change in your work and in your life. It's a motivational business fable describing change in one's work and life and four typical reactions to these change. So if you want an uh, entertaining way to handle change uh, from a different perspective, Who Moved My Cheese? That book is for you. So thank you, Mary, and thank you, Arnold. Now, greatly, greatly appreciated. David. David dropped down Discipline Equals Freedom by Jocko Willink. Now, many books offer advice on how to overcome obstacles and reach your goals, but that advice often misses the most critical agreement, discipline. Without discipline, there will be no real progress. This book includes strategies and tactics for conquering weaknesses, procrastination, fear. David even said, look, anything by Jocko is worth reading. I will agree with that. I got a couple of his books. Uh, he is straight to the point. 
He is candid. He shares his experiences as a Navy SEAL. Uh, this is a definite must read for those that want to start overcoming some of their internal challenges. So thank you, David. Christopher, uh, Christopher recommended Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. In this book, Frankl chronicles his experiences as a prisoner in Nazi concentration camps during World War II and describes his psychotherapeutic method, which involved identifying a purpose in life to feel positive about and then vividly imagining that outcome. Uh, I briefly, like, I, I remember reading this and I can't remember when I read it. Um, I don't think I read it through its entirety. I think I, I kind of skimmed through it. I need to go back. Uh, but yeah, this book was really impactful. He goes into great detail on the life he lived in the concentration camp, some of the things he faced, but his mindset and what he used to overcome such a honestly trauma filled experience. So yeah, great recommendation. Thank you. Thank you, Chris, man. Appreciate it. Stephanie says, uh, Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. Now I know most people again watching this have at least heard of Brene Brown. Um, some of you have probably read this book. For those that haven't, this is a really, really, really good read. Uh, Every day we experience uncertainty, risks, and emotional exposure that define what it means to be vulnerable or to dare greatly. Based on 12 years of pioneering research, Dr. Brown dispels the cultural myth that vulnerability is a weakness and argues that, in truth, it is our most accurate measure of courage. Yeah. I, so I got introduced by a, uh, by a friend of mine to Brene Brown, and uh, I'm super glad she introduced him. Uh, so thank you, Dina, for introducing me to Brene Brown and Daring Greatly, and thank you, Stephanie, for recommending it. All right, Brooke. Brooke recommended Kids These Days by Jody Carrington. All right, this book is for those who work in educational settings. You know, those like our teachers, bus drivers, administrators, educational assistants, librarians, administrative assistants, shoot, even custodians. It's also for anyone who leads, loves, and supports these individuals. If you have a kid, work with a kid, or love a kid, you can find something beneficial from this book. Kids These Days. Thank you, Brooke. Luke, Luke dropped Lions Don't Need to Roar by Dr. Benton, right? This book explains how to use professional presence to stand out, to fit in, to move ahead. It covers the empowering pause, posture, gestures, and more. This book kind of intrigues me because I do, I do understand the value of nonverbals and anything that I can do to enhance my nonverbal skills in connecting and interacting with others I will, I will jump all over trying to get more additional knowledge and info on that. So thank you, Luke. All right, Casey. Chief, Chief, what is going on? Chief says, The Go-Giver by Bob Berg. It's about a story uh, concerning a powerful business idea, The Power of Giving. And I'm going to tell you right now, this book is a super quick read, and it's written in story format. I got kind of tired of reading just your, your ho-hum leadership books, right? Because they all kind of say the same thing. They just say it in different ways. This was one of the first books I've read that was uh, articulated in a story format, kind of following a, a, a young man's life. And I'm going to tell you, like, I couldn't put this book down. This book was great. 
and it was a super quick and easy read. There's different uh, go-givers out there. You know, you got like go-giver influencer and go-giver leader and all this other stuff like, but this was kind of the original. For those that haven't read this book, I highly, highly recommend it. I'm, I'm, I'm right in line with Chief here, man. This was this was a really, really good, good read, man. I enjoyed the mess out of that book. So thank you. Thank you, ma'am. All right, James. James dropped 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. In this book, Green has distilled 3,000 years of the history of power, and he broke, he's broken them down into 48 essential laws by drawing from philosophies of Machiavelli, Sun Tzu, and also from the lives of figures ranging from Henry Kissinger to P.T. Barnum. Now, I do have this book. I basically read a, a kind of law at a time. Uh, I think I've gotten about three quarters of the way through. Uh, it, it's a different style of book, right? This is more kind of in your face, kind of cutthroat. Right? It's a different approach to things. I, I'm really enjoying this, right? I read a, a small section at a time, right? Getting through one of these laws only takes maybe 20, 20 minutes of reading. So uh, yeah, this is a really good book for those that want a different perspective on the, uh, the use of power. Uh, James also highly recommends, gives some honorable mentions to the 50th Law of Power and Mastery, both also by Robert Greene. So I don't have 50th Law. I will tell you I do have Mastery. I haven't cracked, I haven't cracked that book open yet, but yeah, I will definitely get, get to reading that one as well. So thanks, James. Ken, Ken dropped in here and said the Bible. That's, that's pretty straightforward, right? Now, I don't think for this one I need to go much into detail. Most of us know what the, the Bible is. Um, and me being a faith-based man myself, I completely agree. This is a must-read. Um, but I also understand, again, this may not be everybody's cup of tea. And as a faith-based man, again, I learned a long time ago, who am I to judge? So if this falls in line with your face, then yeah, this is definitely a must-read. Uh, it is the most sold book in the history of the world. So, yep, thank you, Ken. Thank you for that reminder. All right, Marianne. Marianne dropped Motivation Manifesto by Brendan Bruchard. In this book, high-performance trainer Brendan Bruchard reveals the main motive of human mankind is the pursuit of greater personal freedom. Only two enemies stand in our way. An external enemy defined as the social oppression of who we are by the mediocre masses, and an internal enemy, a sort of self-oppression caused by our own doubt and fear. Now, I do have this book. I'm going to be honest with you, Marianne. It's been sitting on my shelf, probably collecting dust. Um, it, it got kind of just, you know, you go out and you buy books, and they, and they sit there, and you're like, oh, I'm going to read that. And then you go out and you buy three more books. I need to, I need to, to, to knock the dust off of this one. Um, I know you get after it, right? I know you are highly motivated. And if you're telling me that this is the book I need to read, well, it's time to, to knock the dust off of that bad boy and, and pull it out and, and slide it on up the list. So thank you for that, Marianne. Now, that pretty much does it for Facebook. We're going to transition to the recommendations we got on LinkedIn. First up on LinkedIn, we got Julio. Julio says, you need to read Grit by Angela Duckworth. In this book, Duckworth explains that anyone striving to succeed, be it parents, students, educators, athletes, or business people, the secret to outstanding achievement is not in talent, but in a special blend of passion and persistence. She calls it grit. 
Now, I've heard about this book. I do not have this book, but yeah, I, maybe this is one I need to pick up, right? This seems like it'll be a, a, a good read, an interesting read um, for those that really just want to find encouragement in perseverance, find encouragement in pushing through these challenges, obstacles, and hardships. So uh, thank you, Julio. Greatly appreciate the recommendation. Next up, we got Kenneth. Oh, man, Chief. What is going on, Chief? Kenneth recommends American Apartheid, Segregation, and the Making of the Underclass. This is by Douglas Massey. Massey links the persistent poverty among blacks in the United States to the unparalleled degree of deliberate segregation by the experience in American cities. So this is one of those ones, right? We're, talk, we're talking about trying to open our minds and trying to get uh, culture and trying to learn from different cultures and, and the struggles that some have faced, right? So this book, I, I appreciate the, the recommendation, right? For those that look to gain that greater understanding of what some of our brothers and sisters have gone through, this is the book, man. So thank you, Chief. Thanks for dropping that. All right, Cat. Cat says, if you give a mouse a cookie by Laura... Numeroff. Num num numeroff. I'm probably messing that all up, right? Sorry. <laughs> but in this enjoyable children's book, first published in 1985, the author describes a circular tale illustrating a slippery slope and the second and third order effects of some of our choices. Now, this is the first children's book I think that, that has been recommended. I actually like that. I like that different perspective. A lot of the lessons that we've learned, right? A lot of our ethics, morals, and values come from a lot of the books that we, we read when we were younger. So why not crack those back open and take a look? So Kat, I, I greatly appreciate you, uh, you recommending this, right? Let's take us back to our roots. All right, James. James says, Managing from the Heart by Aubrey Sanford, uh, Hyler Bracey, and Jack Rosenblum. Right? This book describes a simple method in the practice of management, learning to care. Caring isn't a frill. It delivers results. And for some unenlightened managers, learning to care can be a matter of corporate life or death. Now, I'm going to tell you what, anything that talks about caring or um, uh, leading from the heart or something like you, you've already got me sold. You've already got me sold. I've never, never heard of this before. Uh, I have read Lead Through Love. That was actually uh, gifted to me by a, a really, really good friend of mine. Uh, I finished reading that a few months ago. If this is anything in lines with that, yeah, I will be picking this up and checking it out. So thank you, James. I'm looking forward to that. All right, Michael. Michael says, Tuesdays with Maury. Right, this is by Mitch Album. Maybe it was a grandparent, a teacher, or a colleague. Someone older, patient, and wise who understood you when you were young and searching. They helped you see the world from a more profound place. Right? For Album, that person was Maury Schwartz, his college professor from nearly 20 years prior. This book chronicles their time together, through which the author shares Maury's lasting gift with the world as he battles with ALS. I'm actually, this is one of the ones that really stood out to me, again, because it's a different approach, right? It's, it's more of a storytelling and a lessons learned and... I truly believe that most of the lessons we can learn in life are learned from those who have already somewhat lived life, right? We, we learn from other people's experiences and wisdom and knowledge, like me asking everybody to share their recommendations for books. 
So this one, this one's, uh, this one's intriguing. So thank you, Michael. I appreciate that. Brandy. Brandy says the one thing by Gary Keller. This book describes the truth behind extraordinary results. The value of simplifying one's workload by focusing on the one most important task in any given project. I've read this book. Uh, I've tried to adopt some of the principles in this book, right? It just really talks about narrowing focus uh, and giving our all to that one thing that gives us the most return on investment. Uh, this book actually helped me start prioritizing my days better. So thank you for the recommendation, Brandy. Michael. Michael says, it's all in your head by Russ. This is an inspirational book by self-made musical superstar Russ, reminding us that it starts with you to believe in yourself and to get out of your own way. I like this. This is a different look. This is a different perspective, one that we may not think when we're looking at growth and development books. Man, I really like this recommendation, Michael. Man, I appreciate it. Michael also has some honorable mentions, right? Own the Moment by Carl Lentz. I Can't Make This Up by Kevin Hart, Undisputed Truth by Mike Tyson, and God-Level Knowledge Darts by DeSus and Kid Marrow. So, man, tons of great books right there. Uh, thank you, Michael, again for not only the book recommendation, but your honorable mentions, man. Spot on. Shane. Shane says, Rules for a Night by Ethan Hawke. In this fable, a knight fearing that he may not return from battle, writes a letter to his children in an attempt to leave a record of all he knows. Solitude, humility, forgiveness, honesty, courage, grace, pride, and patience. His intent? To give his children a compass for a journey they will have to make alone. A short guide to what gives life meaning and beauty. Just that the, the synopsis alone like, got me intrigued. I actually like that. That's one of the things that, you know, as a father, <laughs> that synopsis speaks to me and, and how I view my children and, and what I want to pass on. Like our, my children are my legacy. Um, so yeah, Shane, I appreciate that. I've never heard of that book before. So I'll definitely be looking into that. Uh, Lewis. Lewis said, The Little Prince by Antoine Date Saint Expiry. Man, I'm, I know I jacked that name up. All right, this is a children's book. So for those that, that, that want the, uh, the actual author's title without me completely jacking it up, uh, it is in my LinkedIn feed. Uh, it is on, um, uh, in the comments. So please uh, give that a look. But this story follows a young prince who visits various planets in space, including Earth. And he addresses themes of loneliness, friendship, love, and loss. Despite its style as a children's book, it makes observations about life and human nature. So again, we don't have to always focus on the next best thing or the next greatest trend. Sometimes we need to go back and we need to read these books as we read as children because, let's be honest, they shaped us more than probably some of the books of today do. So thank you for that recommendation. Devin. Devin says, The Defining Decade by Meg Joy. This book weaves the latest science with the behind-closed-door stories from 20-somethings themselves, providing the tools necessary to make the most of your 20s and shows us how work, relationships, personality, social networks, identity, and even the brain can change more during this decade than any other time in our adulthood, if we use our time wisely. 
look, for me, uh, I, I'm, I am probably going to pick this book up. Uh, it will probably get added to my read, but it's about two decades too late, right? So I'm probably going to get a little upset reading it. However, comma, again, this ain't all about me. This is all about what I can pass on. I can't tell you how many 20-somethings I lead on a daily basis. I can't tell you how many 20-somethings I'm about to have as kids, right? So I can see the, the importance uh, if you will, of understanding and gaining knowledge in this area. So, Devin, thank you. Uh, Wayne, Wayne dropped in Living in the Light of Death by Larry Rosenberg. This book presents the Buddhist approach to facing the inevitable facts of growing older, getting sick, and dying. These tough realities are not given much attention by many people until midlife, when they become harder to avoid. Yeah, this again, we talk about learning from another culture. We talk about pulling um, uh, lessons learned from other cultures. and stuff. Like th this is one of those. And it's pretty spot on. Let's be honest. Uh, a lot of people don't give this much attention until later in life. So to gain some insight and knowledge, uh, I think would be extremely beneficial. So thank you, Wayne. Jeff says, Just Listen by Sarah Dessen. This book tells a story of a year in the life of a family coming to terms with the imperfections beneath its perfect facade. A story about facing fears and more importantly, speaking the truth to ourselves. This is probably a pretty impactful book, right? Because I don't know how many people put on this facade like everything's great and everything's going according to plan, but underneath the surface, right? It's a complete mess. All right, sooner or later, those two worlds collide. This book probably gets into a little bit, a little bit of that. So thank you, Jeff. I, I appreciate that. Eddie, Eddie dropped Atomic Millionaire by David Bach. In this book, Bach gives you a totally realistic system based on timeless principles with everything you need to know, so you can put the secret to becoming an automatic millionaire in place from the comfort of your own home. This is the first real financial book that we've gotten on, but I'm gonna tell you right now, financial literacy is something that I think we overlook something that I don't believe we place enough importance on, especially at a younger age in our life. Uh, I wish people uh, would have pushed me more towards financial literacy at a younger age. But if I'm being honest with you, the only person I could really blame is myself. So Eddie is trying to do that right now. So thank you for that recommendation, Eddie. Greg. Greg said, Where the Red Fern Grows by Wilson Rawls. This classic captures the powerful bond between a man and a man's best friend and how hope can grow out of despair, and that the seeds of the future can form from the scars of the past. I like that. All right, and anytime you want to talk about dogs, you've already got my, my attention, Greg. So I appreciate that. Greg also gives an honorable mention to Killing Patton by Bill O'Reilly and Martin Duggard. So perfect, spot on. Thank you for the honorable mention, and thank you for the book recommendation, Greg. All right, Jill. Jill says, Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Start With Why shows that leaders who have had the greatest influence in the world all think, act, and communicate in the same way. Sinek calls this powerful idea the golden circle, and it provides a framework upon which organizations can be built, movements can be led, and people can be inspired. And it all starts with why. So again, I know a lot of you on here uh, have heard of Simon Sinek. Uh, you probably heard of Start With Why. Start With Why is actually what put Simon Sinek on the map. It is the most viewed TED Talk ever, right? This is how I got introduced to Simon Sinek. It is a great read. So if you haven't checked it out, 
check it out. All right, that's it for LinkedIn. We're gonna go ahead and transition to Instagram as we get ready to wrap this up. So Instagram, we got Alex. Alex said, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Yes, another financial book. This is a story about growing up with two dads, his real father and the father of his best friend, his rich dad, and the ways in which both men shaped his thoughts about money and investing. This is a really good read. This was one of the, I think, the first books recommended to me when I started improving or wanting to improve on my on my financial uh, knowledge base. So great read. A lot of insightful things, and it really gives you a, a new perspective on how to look at money. All right, KJ. KJ dropped The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari by Robin Sharma. This inspiring tale that provides a step-by-step approach to living with a greater courage, balance, abundance, and joy. Descri- describing the extraordinary story of a lawyer faced to confront the spiritual crisis of his out-of-balance life and the subsequent wisdom that he gains after a life-changing event that enables him to create a life of passion, purpose, and peace. So KJ, I greatly appreciate this recommendation. Never heard of it before. Have heard of Robin Sharma before, but never heard of this book. So I am interested in adding this to my collection. Thank you, kind sir. And lastly, we got SGB2424. For those that don't know, that's Mom Dukes. Mom Dukes is my number one supporter, my number one cheerleader. Love you to death. And she will keep uh, engaging in content because, I mean, let's be real, she's moms. But she recommended The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. This book was written with the sole objective of helping the reader achieve a happy, satisfying, and worthwhile life. With practical techniques outlined in this book, you can energize your life and give yourself the initiative needed to carry out your ambitions and hopes. If you have not heard of Norman Vincent Peale before, I need you to step your game up. He is one of the originators. He is, you know, he's old school. Uh, This book, though, this book is good. I read this book in parts, kind of piecemealed it together over a handful of years. It's a really good book. Thanks, Mom Dukes. Love you. I appreciate the recommendation. So there you have it. Look, that was a lot to get through. I know I did a lot of reading, right? I know this is tip uh, a little bit longer than what we normally go, but there were so many good recommendations in here and I wanted to give everybody a brief synopsis so you knew what you wanted to add and what you, you know, maybe what you, you don't want to add just yet, right? But dude, I'm telling you, a number of books that you can now add to your must-read list. I always heard that leaders are readers, and I believe that everyone leads in some uh, way, shape, or form, right? Even if you're just leading yourself. If we want to talk about development, development is all about being a lifelong learner. You don't have enough time in your life to make every mistake on your own. So you might want to start learning from others' mistakes, learning from others' experiences, learning from others' knowledge base. You do that through books and audibles and all that. Man, start listening to audible books when you're driving to work, man. Turn your car into a mobile education center. You now have a massive list of books you may have heard of or may not have heard of that you can now add to your must-reading list. I want to thank you again for everybody who participated. Remember, all this information is provided for you But more importantly and awesomely, it was provided by you. Thank you so much. And as always, thank you for spending time with me today and allowing me to invest just a little bit into your development. If you found value in today's topic or know someone who needs to hear this or needs to add some of these books to their must-read list, please like, comment, subscribe, and or share. Until next time, 
You keep searching for those codes to unlocking your truest potential. Be a catalyst, not just for yourself, but for all those around you. Take care.